This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio for your Friday night. I've got a, a sit. I've got a full house in the in tonight. I'm, this is this is a rarity. No, there'd be a full house. There'd be another one under the table. Ch- Chid has pulled out the stops. He's 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 named a strong a, a strong, strong squad. squad. Apparently, it's, it's the fan cast royalty tonight, according yeah. to yeah. somebody on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I saw that by the way. Yeah, yeah, very, very good, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, the hospitality kings and queens are in the building. The hospitality the, trio. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The venison was a bit knobbly. <laughs> it was it was grisly. <laughs> that is of course Mr. Stafford in the building. Good evening, pal. JK down the middle. Kido. And and a return, a welcome return to the the goal. Is it likes or loves? Likes. Likes. Let's go for likes at the moment. Girl, girl who likes balls. My Indian hunk of man, love. How you doing? There was, there was an emotional exchange outside. Oh, there was. There was going to really, be only really fools and horses quoted tonight, isn't there? I was watching it on. on you know, I was watching it early on. Well, we'll, s- we'll sing a no. Oh. no actually, God, no. No? No. Mm. Only if we can pelt them with rotten fruit and vegetables when we go. 
Anyway, uh, yeah, we, we, we can do that. But uh, we've got plenty on the way this evening. Looking back at Chelsea versus Malmo in the Europa League. Of course, Chelsea versus Manchester United Boo. in the FA Cup. And looking ahead to Chelsea versus City. Uh -oh. City. 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 In the Carabao Cup final. Talking about a transfer ban. Surprise, surprise. Kiddo's been predicting that one for you weeks have. now. You have. Um, you know, I think you must be happy. The money's coming from the bet you put on it. Yeah? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't bet. I don't do anything. Uh, you don't? You have no vices? I have no you? vices at all. You Apart from roasted swan in the hospitality. <laughs> he went to cash it in today. Yeah. He has no vices. It's absolutely Smarties. true. I have all of them. I make up for him. Fair play. Yeah. Uh, and... Chidge, yes. we've got the quiz. Oh, we have. Do you want to know what it is? Of course I do. It's a, it's a little bit different this week because obviously we, we, we very recently did the who played for both Man City and Chelsea because we only played them a couple. Does any, can anybody remember what happened in the last time we played City? It was, I just can't. An, it was an uneventful who? game. No, exactly. I don't remember <laughs> it at all. Anyway, uh, so tonight instead we've got a bit of a League Cup final themed question. E this is not hard, but, you know, and anybody can find this up by looking on Google. So... Be be good to yourselves and don't just see if you can remember. All right, it's, you know. Anyway, the question is: name the Chelsea scorers in all of Chelsea's League Cup finals. Okay, that is the question. Ooh, 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 and ooh. all you need to do, you can phone us up on 0208 and you can have a chat with us as well, or just tweet us at Chelsea Fancast or at Love Sport Radio. Hey, Chidge. Hello. Thank you for your contribution there. Thank you for your contribution, matey. Thank, Thank you, you for that, matey. <laughs> um, we have got a Swedish blue in the building. He's mm. going to be joining us after eight o'clock tonight. Of course, we've got the opposition view. David Walker from the... Uh, I, I always get told this one by Pads, our producer. He goes, Aaron, Aaron, now listen here. Listen. It's red, but never red podcast not read but never read <laughs> nothing like that it's read but never read so i guarantee you you'll tell me about eight times before so. we go before we go okay eight I'll, times I'll it's count. read but never I'll read count. but never uh, read let's look back um first and foremost yeah something like that okay um let's talk about the news that obviously mm. broke this morning the news that uh jk's been 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 sort of nibbling at for the past few nibble, weeks nibble, nibble. Uh, that chelsea have been uh, have been issued a transfer ban for the next two transfer windows um your initial thoughts well as jk and we've all we've all known it was going to happen i think you know there's been a bit of kind of stuff going on behind the scenes people knew i think the real issue is is what are the ramifications of it going to be because I think a lot of people's reaction was, oh, well, you know, that's good because that means they won't be able to burn anybody and therefore they can play the youth. Play the youth. Well, that ain't going to happen. I mean, the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to appeal it. And if they appeal it, then like what happened to Barcelona and Atletico Madrid... There was only one transfer window then, wasn't it? When, well, what happens Barcelona is... Well, no, it. but when they appeal it, the ban cannot become activated until the end of the appeals procedure. So yeah. what will happen is the ban will be stayed until that's resolved. So the chances are we'll still have this summer and possibly January to, to do purchase transfer. a few yeah. people, to, yeah. To spend like you've never like, spent yeah. before. Yeah. But yeah. the trouble with that yeah. is that if we fire Sarri, which looks more likely than less likely, yeah. and we haven't got a new manager in, it, it, it could be a real, you know problem couldn't it well not until the summer if it's just if well, they fire him and then we've got a, but you want to be like thinking got, about who you're going to buy well, now yeah but they they seem to have a scattergun approach to their Do purchase just, so I, does it matter well already bought someone yeah pulisic haven't they so yeah. you know I've, I've got a really interesting list actually that uh, the wonderful miguel delaney who uh, writes for the independent uh basically this is what this is this is this is hilarious actually these are chelsea signings from the last five uh, transfer windows aaron you'll like this Higuain, Kovacic, Jorginho, Robert Green, Kepper, Barkley, Emerson, Giroud, Caballero, Rudiger, 
Bakayoko, Zappacosta, Maratta and Drinkwater. Um, I'm suddenly very much in favour of a transfer ban. <laughs> if, that, if that is their transfer <laughs> business... Does someone realign the strategy? Bakayoko Baki yeah, and... Uh, is he in it? Yeah. And what about um, Batshuayi? Is he in it? Maybe he, the one well, before. maybe he missed the, that. The funny know. thing is, I was watching a very well-known um, well, well rolling news television service today, mm. and one of their journos, and he's air quotes, journos were saying, well, this could be an opportunity for Bakayoko Morata, Batshuayi to come back. I've got my headphones. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just whisper. Can you use <laughs> sign language? Yeah, yes. Okay. Write yeah. it on a piece of paper. I will. I will. Okay, I will. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I'll use Morse code. Okay. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah he said, yeah, it's an opportunity for Batchwide to come back and resurrect the Chelsea Grizz. I was like, mate, are you on a wind up? Yeah. Resurrect? Did Batchwide ever have a Chelsea no. then, then, then they, of, of course, of course, when you talk about Chelsea the transfer ban, who do you automatically pick up a picture of? Gail Kakuta. <gasps> in that lovely uh, kit with yeah. you know the red trim around the neck but it's yeah. based on Traore yeah. isn't it that's it is of course. Yeah. And that's, of course and that's five years ago and yeah. that's still there. that's been they e- would, they echoing were, all well, the way down uh, just to, to, I mean I heard on the usual kind of blue squirrel grapevine that um, they were worried that it, the, you know there are a hundred infractions at least and they've only been done for 28 so. it was 89 and 6 no 23 left there's 23 left but the argument is that they've just invited them over to have trials and they haven't actually paid oh, them any money. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows? I, I, it's Look, at, at the end of the day, it shouldn't really deviate from the strategy. But the, I think the bigger problem is not a transfer ban. It's the fact that do they actually have a strategy? Because without that, it doesn't matter what blooming manager they're going to get. You know, this is the trouble at Chelsea. If you dig, dig you know, if you peel away the surface layers, there's a, a lot of rottenness underneath. It looks at the as moment. if they just buy a player who's available that somebody has recommended. Yeah. He gets leveraged into the and into the, the team, and, and the manager anyway. has to just deal with yeah, it. No, well, but what if you remember what happened? Of course, was that the with uh, with um, Conte was. Uh, Chiellini and Bonucci and uh, Lorente were the three he wanted mm. and when the board just refused well, they were all too old they were all they? too old yeah. they refused even though they were all playing for Juventus at the moment other than Lorente um, uh, he went and threw his toys out of the pram didn't he so. yeah but the thing is you see the, on the one hand the board's kind of idea about um, not willing to buy players who I mean, it's, it's all about it's the laudable. business. It, well, it is and it isn't. Because on the one hand, you might think, oh, that's good. So they want to buy younger players who can be at the club for a long time. That's not why they're doing it. They do, it's basically, if you buy somebody who's 23 with the potential, they have much more resale value than somebody who's 31 and experienced and world-class. You're not actually going to be able to sell them for a lot of money unless there's Latan Emirovic or somebody like that. And also, you're it's all about them, the yeah. money and the business. Yeah, you won't. If you put them on a longer deal and they're injured, then you've just, well, you're exactly. just paying wages. So, you know, this is the trouble. I've been moaning about this for months, 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 and months. The business tail is wagging the football dog at Chelsea Football Club and that is what will do for us in the end uh, we're going to wag our tail <gasps> in the next uh, in the next what? segment we're going to speak to Liam Toomey Ooh. this programme was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio so some items may be out of date for more podcasts or to listen live visit lovesportradio.com
I don't know if it's She Sells Seashells. Oh, she Sells She Sells on the seashore. I don't know. You just Surely. Yes. Is that the song that we're listening to? Is, she, that, is, no. that, is it Pads? This is you too, mate. It's not the cult. No, it's not. It's Keen. Oh, sorry. This is Keen? Is I, it? I, Keen I, pretending to be you too. No. <coughs> this is you too, mate. What, you thought it was Beautiful Day? This is you too. That's Keen. Paddy's Irish. That's all they know over there. It's Keen. It's not Keen. He didn't preload the songs. It's an Aussie, mate. It's an Aussie? It's Shemalot. Shemalot? Actually, no, he's Kiwi. He's New Zealand. Sorry, my bad. They don't even have music over there. Is he there. still in the country? Has he managed to find someone to marry him? Well, he's waiting for you. He's, oh. he's, he's been waiting down there. I mean, JK's so kind I offered. JK's offered a civil partnership. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's, uh, let's go over and speak to Liam Toomey. He's from ESPN. Liam's going to give us a press report. And I would usually start with my question, what was Sari's vibe today? But I've, no there's, too, there's too much. No presser, right? There's no, no presser no. as well. But um, th- 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 there's too much to go through, Liam. Um... What a news day for you, pal. What do you mean? It was, it was just quiet another day on the <laughs> Chelsea beat, surely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, we knew that the... We, we kind of knew that the transfer ban was coming at some point. I mean, there's been a... The, there's been a sort of steady stream of reports about it over the last three years, actually. Mm. Uh, that's how long this investigation's been going on. And it's intens- intensified in recent months. And the, the sense I got from sort of conversations behind the scenes was that the club were kind of braced for this. Uh, and and that, that there's a good and bad side to that. Obviously, getting a transfer ban is never uh, a good thing. Um, but Chelsea, I think, have had time to formulate how they're going to try and deal with this, at least in, in, in terms of the immediate response. And they've already indicated they're going to appeal. They're going to follow the... Um, the sort of model set out by Barcelona, by Real Madrid, by Atletico Madrid, of appealing, getting getting the ban delayed, uh, which will most likely, well, almost certainly mean that they can trade freely this summer, buying and selling. And then hopefully, well, they're hoping that they get the ban reduced from two windows to one, I think. So it would only affect next January, as opposed to, a, a summer transfer window, which would be more valuable anyway. So, I think there is a plan of action for Chelsea, but clearly this is a uh, not n- not really part of any club's uh, plan generally. Do, do they care about the fine, or does that become irrelevant? They don't. They're not even going to debate that, are they? I think the fine is is nothing really. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, it's such a small sum of money. It was about half a million pounds. They spend uh, more on pick and mixing corporate than that do, this do. season. <laughs> only, right, when, exactly. only when you're there, Alex. <laughs> yeah. the gold plated smarties. Smarties, yeah. Well, I mean, they probably spent more on some of the some of the young players that they've true. actually been I mean, on for signing. Liam, what 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 was we were talking about this before uh, before you came on air, and you know, one of the things that I wonder is how how will this play out if for example we do get rid of Sarri and we get a new manager in because usually whenever you get a new manager they want the club to go and spend money so will it put potential good managers off knowing that we've got an issue in terms of maybe not being able to buy anybody that they want well this I think is the interesting aspect of this story is the 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 sort of trickle effects that that could happen in all different directions and one of them you're quite right to say is is the manager? I mean, if they if they are looking for someone to to take over from Sarri either now or more likely in the summer, you're talking about pitching. Well, maybe maybe one of the top European managers, if those are the guys you're still aspiring to go for, as Zidane, a, a Blanc, a, a big name, you're pitching them essentially on a rebuild job, which is exactly what Chelsea is right now, 
uh, with one transfer window essentially in the next three in order to get everything done that you need to get done. So it, it, I don't think it makes them the most appealing prospect. Um, I think it'll be an interesting test case because, I mean, Atletico, when they got their transfer ban, obviously Simeone was there and, and very much entrenched. I, I think um, I'm right in saying that Madrid had Zidane for the entire time and their ban was only one window anyway. Um, so it, I, I, I'm not sure there's been a previous case of a club trying to appoint a manager while they've got a punishment like this hanging over them. So this is all assuming Sarri gets sacked, which, which everyone is well, yeah, but Liam, assuming will happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, given that, <laughs> given what you just said there, does it mean it might be more likely that Sarri stays? Um, I'm not sure about that. I think he will be judged on the standards he was being judged on anyway um, in terms of top four. You know, the, 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 the priority going into this season remains the priority now. Uh, Champions League qualification either through the Premier League or the Champions League. And if it looks like they're not going to get that, um, then I, I think that's probably what would tempt the club to act. And I don't think they would be put off by having a little bit of um, trouble appointing a permanent replacement because someone will also, will always want the Chelsea job and if they if they reach a point where they're where they're convinced that Sarri is not the right man for for the rebuild that for the overhaul that needs to take place I don't think they're going to hesitate because of because of that though you're right in saying it it, it should be a concern in the back of their mind mm. uh, and talking of that I mean there were some rumours that kicked out today about Steve Holland possibly coming in in some capacity should they get rid of Sarri quite soon I mean any 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 substance to those well I mean I I know Matt Matt Laws reported it and Matt Laws very uh, usually very well sourced on on these things uh, it's something we actually discussed on the fan cast on Monday Chidge wasn't it, it was, do you know I wondered if we had my, mem- yeah. my memory did. my yeah. memory so poor I forgot that that little bit of genius that preempted the news leak you, you, were, you were on <laughs> well, there we with covered. me and Liam do you remember that Chidge yeah, exactly. oh yes you too yeah. I remember you yeah, now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you well, know, we, co- we covered a lot of ground in those two we hours. Did, didn't so we? It was, a it was bit two of an and a half hours, surely. It was a bit of an epic. So I mean, it, it, the question I have, Liam, on that is: if if he does come in, will he be coming in as a caretaker manager, or a coach, or or or, or possibly a, temp- a permanent manager? Because he's not really a manager; he's a coach, isn't he? Well, it, it very much seems that um, it very much seems that it would be as an interim manager until the end of the season, right? And then. I mean, it, uh, and which then I suppose it would be, he could do, couldn't I, he? Feasibly with uh, the England job, that, he'd well, more yeah, like to be I mean, available I, for that than a permanent post. Yeah, I mean, as we as we mentioned on on Monday, I think you know these international jobs are not full time responsibilities. Generally, um, I can't imagine that that the FA would be overjoyed that their Nations League preparations might be disrupted by Gareth Southgate's key assistant going off into a high-pressure club job for the next few months. But as, as Matt... <laughs> <laughs> well, as Matt, I think, raised uh, quite a good point in his piece, you know, Chelsea may internally feel that the FA owed them a little bit of a favour because that they allowed Steve Holland to go and work with England early um, before he actually left to join up with Southgate staff full-time. So they, they did the FA a little bit of a solid there, and if it came to it, they might expect something in return. But, I mean, this is all a little bit ahead of time, I guess. <laughs> the miracle could still happen with Sarri. It looks incredibly unlikely, but no. um, 
<laughs> well, they didn't play Pissarri ball in the in the second half at all, did they? Last night they played some weird combination of of occasional first time passes and triangles, but a lot of the time they just seem to play just as they normally the do. Went off the reservation, didn't yeah. they? Well, I think um, Kante seems to be the the one player who whose performance levels don't really waver too much, regardless of what position or or tactic he tactical system he's used in. He's he's a brilliant, brilliant footballer, and and yeah. his burst through the middle of the pitch really broke open that game, didn't it? But I mean, Chelsea was so nervous in that in that match, particularly in the first half, yeah. and uh, it's it. It was difficult to watch that first half, even knowing that most of the players will be different at Wembley on Sunday and, and not really fear for them against Manchester City again. Liam, stick with us. We're going to take a short pause, but we'll be, uh, we'll be back with you right after this. It's Love Sport. For the fans, by the fans, Love Sport Radio. Sorry, what are we doing, JK? We're twisting my lemon. What? Sorry, now what? Squeezing my melon, man. Uh, this is Love Sport with the Chelsea fan cast. Uh, everyone in the building. Lynn Toomey's on the uh, on the phone, and Alex Churchill has a question. No, no, no. Let's do a sweepstake. I say he'll be gone on Monday. I reckon they've been holding off on pulling the trigger because you wouldn't put some poor lump in charge to get battered by City. I think if the result is bad enough, he'll go Monday. I thought you would have had a better chance if if the players, if you know, someone come in, give give you a better vibe. If you, I just had to shut that word and give you a better vibe. And I think they'll take that for Spurs. Yeah, manager bounce for Spurs. Yeah, oh, with Alex good, on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, th- I think it would be really churlish to deny him a League Cup final and a chance to win a trophy, and then they can long him off in the corridor afterwards. That's what they yes. like to do. Do you think yeah. that's canny enough? No, 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 because he deserves worse Spurs. than Ancelotti. They should do it on the pitch. Yeah, because Ancelotti but didn't who should do it. A packet should, of fags should it be Mar- Marina? Does it? Specifically, no, she wouldn't do it herself, would she? No, she wouldn't. Who would she tell to do it? Probably the ball boy. We'd know that moment. Just pass him a note. Pass him a ball that's got written on it. You're fine. No, 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 no. Pass no. him a packet of fags with it written on the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like his tactics. And give him an exploding <laughs> Anyway, uh, Liam, we still got you on the line delightfully. Um, what was uh, There was a bit, bit of fallout in the presser last night after the Malmo, that stupendously brilliant victory over a average championship side from Sweden. Who got completely um, exhausted by yeah, the end. And we're down to 10 men. But, 10 but, men anyway. but he, was, uh, he was questioned by you guys about Hudson-Odoi, who I, I thought had a... I mean, I thought all of Chelsea had a horrible first half, but I thought Hudson Odoi was brilliant was in the second half. Yes. So, so you were you were quizzing him about Hudson Odoi's likelihood of getting a start more regularly, and certainly in the Premier League, and he had a bit of a naff reaction, from what I understand. Well, I, I want to issue a disclaimer first. I was in the mix zone, so I wasn't oh. actually in the press conference, but oh. I, I I did get the transcript. All it means is I didn't actually see uh, the tone. And, and timbre of uh, Sarri's delivery, uh, uh, as he said it. But I mean, his words were pretty were pretty bizarre. Basically, saying that in order for him to to give Hudson Odoi the minutes that you know, I think a lot of people think he he deserves based on what he's done when he's actually played, and the the level of opportunities that most Chelsea fans just want to see him given, uh, they'll have to sell a a senior winger this summer to make room for him which I find pretty bizarre because it kind of it 
it removes any idea of agency from the manager. Well, not <laughs> you, only that, you, you, but... do, you do have the choice to to, to drop a, a senior player if you want to give a younger player an opportunity. Well, not only that, but my mum could figure out that in that scenario, because he said I'd have to sell Hazard, Willian, or Pedro. Everybody apparently keeps offering fifty million pounds for Willian, who's thirty. Hudson Odoi's eighteen. Like my mum yeah, could figure out how that would work. That's a non-story, don't you think? I think that's just completely made up by via the internet. What I'm saying is, you would you would sell Willian, even if you got peanuts for him, you would sell Willian and keep Hudson Odoi. He's you got twelve years on him. Um, well, I, I would say think what, Pedro's what, more consistent, if I'm honest, and his effort dwarfs Willian's at times. The, sorry, Alex. Sorry. Go on, I'm um, done. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say about the the William speculation is that I think in January there was nothing to it, yeah. um, and and people around him were were saying there was nothing to it throughout the month. But last summer um, there were some pretty solid noises that Barcelona were interested. Whether they were interested at the levels that we were told, the, the figures that did the rounds, I'm not sure. But I think even if they if were, he was a deal gonna... might have got done. <laughs> yeah, even if he was going to end up nowhere. If if you're looking at that and your your manager is going, oh well, I'd have to sell one of these thirty year olds. Forget Hazard, the other two. I'd have to sell one of these thirty year olds to make way for this eighteen year old talent that we've nurtured from the very, very, very beginning. Well, everyone's looking at you and thinking, duh, do it. Mm. Um, well, and it all ignores it all ignores the really big issue, which I think is. <laughs> By the time it gets to this summer, it's probably too late. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He's that. in the final year of his contract yeah. and he has all the leverage he needs to push his way to Bayern, Bayern Munich or anywhere else he wants to go. They really, need, uh, they, re- they really need to keep him, I think, uh, Liam. He's, he, he, looks, he looks good enough well, to be playing That was to his me. best game yeah, last night. I know was. he was playing against yeah. a group of practically part-timers, but he was still fantastic. Indeed. Now, uh, f- before we disappear for another break, uh, Liam, what, what do you think of the uh, Europa Cup draw? We've got Dinamo Kiev. Um, at home first, and then away. Why have we got? Why are we at home first? Or is, is it, it just, just random? Draw, is it? it not like the Champions yeah. League? Yeah. Okay. So picked out the balls. No. No. Okay. It was a, it was a completely open draw. So you must be really looking forward to going to Kiev then. I'm not actually going to Kiev, <laughs> um, especially because it's it's immediately before the Everton game away. Yeah, which, no, uh, no. I don't think Sarri will be overjoyed. Well, I mean, Sarri might not care if he's not in the job. Well, anymore, that's true. But, that, yeah, that's true. Because he might have I, gone I, I by then. That, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I thought the draw as a whole was pretty meh, to be honest. Okay. Um, there weren't there weren't really any matchups that that, that made you made you excited. I mean, everyone narrative wise was kind of hoping for Chelsea Napoli. Although again, we don't know if Sarri will still yeah. be around. Yeah, it'd be funny if we'd have got Napoli and he got fired before that. Actually, really. Wouldn't well, well, and then yeah, we'd won playing bit... Sarri ball. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah, unlikely playing, playing Holland ball <laughs> very unlikely any form of ball mm. uh, thank you very much Liam have a great weekend Pat enjoy the uh, enjoy the game on Sunday Liam Toomey there from ESPN with us up next though we're going to be talking about Chelsea versus Malman I've got my own complaints with them damn rascal Malmo fans blocking up Earl's Court Road oh dear cool. we've all got one and we're not afraid to put it on display our opinions that is Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station.
course there is a bit of... He always does, he always does that. I'm so sorry. Are we live? Yes, we are. Oh. Yes, we are. Always does. Just evacuating. <laughs> yeah, good to know. Good to know. Of course, there is football uh, this evening in the Premier League. Fulham are at West Ham uh, this evening, aiming to head out and, uh, well, upwards in the Premier League uh, table. It's Cardiff versus Watford as well. Very strange two games in the Premier League yeah, this evening. We'll be keeping an eye on both of them. Brian Moore and James Gray gave you team news, and so I won't. Uh, I won't repeat. I was under the impression that Friday Night Football was just supposed to snare people watching Sky, not to have two matches. Well, you know yeah, why they've got one. You know why precedent. the Cardiff game's on? It's because of the rugby tomorrow, isn't it? That's a very good point, mate. Yep, it's because of the police. Oh, West Ham probably can't one? move because of policing in London because of the. It's Fulham versus West Ham, isn't it? West Ham. I think West Ham, West Ham Fulham is always going to be on the Friday. Anyway, why are we talking about Anyway, that? speaking about of which, by the way, I, uh, just I, I like West Ham as a ground. I like the Olympic Stadium. Do you? I'm, yeah, you're not the only does. one. No, but I, no, but I, I just... I, not I like even it. their own fans I like, like it as it. an Olympic stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I liked I, it before yeah. they started squatting I go squatting there and I go, it. this is a great stadium. And I think, oh, I don't think it's very good and it's, it's, Well, it's, it's the fact they renamed it the London Stadium as well. Yeah, but they're trying And they renamed West Ham, didn't they? West Ham London. It's like the... Who And West Ham London. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, it's true. They're called West Ham London. Basically, they've got like Del Boy syndrome where, you know, it's it's like when he gets Denzel to rename stuff like Packages Express or something or, or, or something like that instead of just keep it small keep actually it West Ham as a club are basically like uh, that scene in Only Fools and Horses no, not Only Fools and Horses uh, it was Only Fools and Horses wasn't it where, where Del Boy you know goes to lean on the bar and, the, and he falls through the bar he falls through that, that is West Ham really that's a wonderful kind of the most famous them, scene really. in English television history nice. right can we talk about Chelsea anyway uh, I've got my own gripes with the police why did you have to close Earls Court Road yesterday. All those damn rascal Malmo fans yeah, coming fruity, outside. They? they were very fruity. Before you tell your story, I was at the CFC UK store last mm. night with Dan and Marco. And this, I mean, it was like something out of the fast show. But the drunkest football supporter I've ever seen in my life rolled towards Dan and I. And then, you know, unzipped his coat to reveal that he was a Malmo supporter and garbled something. I doubt if any Swede would have understood what he said. He was so drunk. And then he found out we were Chelsea supporters and he was embracing us and just delighted. He wanted to know where the stadium was. You could see it from the store. Yes, happens, but the root yeah. of all this is the fact that it cost £12 a pint in Sweden. They arrive in London and oh, go, right. yay! Because <laughs> it's a third it. of a cost to get that absolutely... Ratted. Yeah. Anyway, they they, they, they they were sufficiently inebriated and they decided to take over the Old Court Road and have like one sort of massive march down to the bridge, uh, therefore uh, backing up traffic How many all, of them? all the way. Uh, a thousand or one, one to one yeah. to two thousand. They, they reckon them. themselves as ultras, don't they? They had a bit of yeah. old, ultra signage in the in the shed. Where were they all night? staying then that they'd marched down the Old Court Road? IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, in the bed section. Yeah. They're they actually yeah. all working at IKEA. Basically, they're, they're, really all, they're all really hiding yeah. in the wardrobes in IKEA. All hiding in the wardrobes in IKEA. But uh, yeah, thanks to them, we had backing up traffic traffic up the A4, going up towards the M4 My and God. back out towards Bosch. So why yeah. were you there? Well, because I, I live out that way and I, was, I come down that route to go to work. Oh, I and see. and I, I got there and, and the road was all closed off and I, I had a look on Twitter. You know, you just punch yeah, yeah. in, you know, Earl's Court. And, and I just saw these videos of, of these Malmo fans taking over Earl's Court and I was like, them meddling Malmo fans. They seemed to have a lot of songs that sounded... The rather, same, rather rude. Oh, and we were trying to work out what they were because everything was. Should tell you something though. Should tell you something though. We can ask Freddie. We, later. I was about to say we've we got must. we've got a Swede in the yeah, building. We'll ask Freddie late when we he must comes. Must ask him. Yeah, we yeah. will. We will. Um, first half not so good. Second half not bad. Yeah, awful. For I mean, we were all. I mean, actually, we were all sat together last night, which is the first time we've ever all sat hospitality together. Hospitality day. Yeah, we, we we took advantage of Jonathan's very generous hospitality, and he's an absolute sweetheart for doing that. 
great view, you know, east, middle, upper, front seat. But it was awful. I mean, we were just... Oh, oh and in the first half, we had that kid behind us as well. Shrieking, Must have been about he? five, and he had an opinion on everything. Yeah, but I didn't mind but that. But yeah, yeah, I did. After yeah, five you knew, minutes... You knew he'd tire out after a bit, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I still did. It's when me, me and do, JK yeah. were like, just shut him up now. And she nah. went, no, he's no, enthusiastic. No, no, yeah. And we just said, but he can be enthusiastic if we gag him. And he just waved his arms around. You are really miserable. He did not You wouldn't be so enthusiastic about his enthusiasm if you turn around and he's running Barcelona shirt like most no, of them do I'd, these I'd, days I'd have chinned him <laughs> but uh, anyway you were about to say a goalkeeper's jersey. The, the key thing was though you know it all changed Jonathan and I were saying this last night you know it all changed the minute we scored they looked like a different team and it was as if the confidence seeped back into them and I think this is what's happening at the moment I think that their confidence has been utterly shot and derailed and blown away by consistently trying to play this style of football that they can't or won't play, or he they can't understand what he's trying to get across, and then they then they scored and they kind of remembered that they're good footballers and they just kind of started doing their own thing and playing really well, didn't they? I think the pattern is that they play quite well for twenty five minutes normally in a league game, and then yeah. the opposition score and their heads go down. Yeah. Or if it's City, two and a half minutes yeah, and then their God, heads yeah. go down. It, it feels like you know a kid in school who's really, really, really like being being taught by a teacher that they're just a bit like iffy about and they're really struggling to yeah. get it but when they're, they're left to do their own the thing, system that's when, the thing. When, when they're left to do their own maths yes, exactly. they, they do well they you do, know exactly and, and that's that. how it feels right now exactly well, the second that. half i don't think there was anything sarismo or sari ball no. about it well we were looking hard well yeah, we, we were, to see we were we trying to see, see if it, it was it just it was a mutiny you know, yeah it just led it by hudson adoy well they were playing long balls they were putting in crosses they were i mean mainly you you know when you're not watching his football uh, when the likes of Kante and uh, William and Callum Hudson-Odoi and Loftus-Cheek and Barkley are running with the ball at yeah. defences because he Bas- hates that. Basically, if you see people dribbling, yeah. they've gone yeah. off the reservation. I don't like dribblers as a rule, but uh, you know, I, can, I, can, I can't understand why Sarri doesn't in this context. Kante, excellent. I'd say man of the match. He was superb. Ooh, yeah. no, I know, and it's tempting to say Hudson-Odoi, but actually somebody I was talking to earlier on was saying that actually Kante... Uh, in the first half, this is quite interesting. It might have been Freddie actually, but he played a lot deeper when Jorginho wasn't on the pitch yes, because he, he kind of realised that Kovacic was completely out of his yes, depth. He was, it was right? true, and that helped us because Kante therefore was playing with the ball in front of him, which is where he's at his best. When Jorginho came on, he was ushering everybody far forward, which is immediately when you usually get rinsed because we leave such wide open spaces. Yeah, that's the problem. And, fr- and, and, and we were wor- we looked worse when when Jorginho came on, I think, even though they were down to ten men. He was booed, which I thought was awful. That's out of order. What was the atmosphere yeah. like? Because obviously on Monday night there was a, there was a lot of well, stuff. Drowned out by the Swedes. Yeah, the Swedes you know, were phenomenal. A lot of, a lot of toxic on Monday. Toxic is such a. It's, a, it's very much cliche. I was just going to say a negative atmosphere, a bad mate, vibe. Mate, Aaron, I have not. The only manager I have seen turned on, rounded on at Stamford Bridge was Benitez, and that happened from the minute he arrived. And Understandably, yeah. This is the first manager in twenty years that I've seen being turned on. So yeah, it might not have been. That kind of level of toxicity, but that's quite serious because we do get behind our managers. Can I say one of the reasons that I think he's being turned upon is that people don't understand what he's trying to do? No, it's because they because so, he's stubborn, Jonathan. No, no, no. But he it's, it's waffles also, when he tries it, to explain. It, it. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's the and it looks like boring football, and people are just not actually looking at his philosophy; they're just watching the game. So they're going, "It's boring football. We're playing the way we're easily beaten on the counter." I don't agree at all. You don't agree at no, all? No, because I, most supporters that I know. They d- wouldn't care if we won every match 1-0 and it came off somebody's derriere in the last minute. 
because it's about winning. What they don't like is somebody who won't change a game to try and win it. And he doesn't. Do, do you think his demeanour... football's more important His, his demeanour towards the press as well, and obviously that that's his output to, to, to the fans. Do you think that has something to do with it? Because, you know, from an outsider looking in, you just watch him every week, you're like... Well, he is like blank. Eeyore with a fag in his mouth. Yeah, basically. Chewing on a fag end. <laughs> that's brilliant. Basically. Yeah. So, yeah, I think utterly his demeanour, oh, the fact that he looks ready to top himself on the sidelines in every game... I think when it boils down to it, stuff like that doesn't really matter. I mean, I know that. I mean, basically, that's just a symptom of it. You know, everybody calling him a fag eating tramp and all the rest of it. <laughs> ultimately, ultimately, football supporters, you know, they get more excitement about seeing their side win than they do the seeing it string together 780 passes. But, you, but, but shouldn't one be allowed to be in a position to actually say, I understand what he's trying to do and it's not working? Does that not give us a, 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 a better overview of the whole process? Well, I think we, uh, rather than just going, well, no, but tell me. Some of us have said that, but no, but similarly on, on Twitter, a lot of people are saying, um, uh, I don't know what it is, I don't know what he's trying to do, yeah, and quite, I don't care. Yeah, that, that's quite reactionary, but that's Twitter for you. Twitter is reactionary, and you will get that. You know, you do a two-and-a-half-hour podcast, you get time to go into things. Indeed, well, absolutely, it's what yeah. we're doing. And yeah. we've got plenty of time to go into things on this show. Well, we we up, are going to be talking about the game on Monday, of course. Uh, Chelsea oh, exiting out to? of the FA Cup uh, yes. to Manchester United. But I hear... The, uh, the, the the hospitality food, I tweeted you afterwards that the hospitality was excellent. Uh, they are out at the London Stadium to the tune and the sights of bubbles. Uh, we'll keep you up to date with everything that goes on between West Ham United and Fulham. 7.41, we're going to take a short pause now. This is Love Sport. I should have really told Pads, but it would have been nice to have had the theme from Aquamarina up here. Marina, Aquamarina. I wonder if they play that when she enters into the boardroom. What a I would. Strange. I'd probably get fired And just like the picture of like her as a fish floating. Just as a floating fish. Do you know what? Yeah. She's a very beautiful lady and she, she glides. I've not met her, but people who have met her at the Fans Forum say that she glides across a room. <laughs> Didn't Alex they used to hang look... people for being witches when they used to well, do things yes, they like that? Say, Alex does not look happy. <laughs> but I'm really <laughs> trying, I'm, what I'm really pointing out, and you as a lady, Alex, as a lady, you would understand this, is that, you know, that's a very graceful thing to be able to do, is to kind of, kind of glide. I'd rather she, she glided her way into some actual football knowledge okay. before she started appointing okay. managers she's again. On point, yeah. She's on rollers. Point, 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 is that point, what that means? Heelys. Um Yeah, JK enjoyed that was the Lama de la Ronge. <laughs> a la Ronge. A la Ronge. Yeah, yeah. What's that in French? It's difficult to say Lama a la Ronge. Yeah, you can't. You'd have yeah, to say Lama, Lama, Lama with orange, isn't orange. it? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> the, the filet on, uh, on Monday night. And uh, Alex, you have a quote for us uh, about the... Um, I mean, you were disappointed, actually. Yeah. Everyone around yeah. there, bar me, was disappointed. I mean, to be fair... You must have loved it. Um, you must have loved it. I would have done it if I was a United fan. No, 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 no. I, look, at the end of the day... Apart, unless you're, 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 you're City or Liverpool, I don't laugh at other people's demise. Mate, have you ever had an easier victory against no. Chelsea? And w- w- uh, let's be QED. fair, United, United haven't 
Yeah, yeah, Chelsea. the three first, time in, first time since 2012. 2012. Ages. Yeah. Age, I was at that one, by the way. Yeah, that was the 3-2. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember it well. That was the 3-2. But um, yeah, it, it, it was disappointing from a Chelsea point of view. Uh, United very Disappointing. It was suicidal. From, from, from PSG. I mean, it what have was, you got for us? So what I've got for you is the notion that at 2-0 down, at home, in a cup competition... In which you are the holders. Yes. You look at your bench... And you look at Hudson Adoy, who's giving you horrific side eye that says, I want you dead. And then you go, oh, no, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring on Sapa Costa for Azpilicueta and make a light for like change at right back. And at that point, it was like the final whistle had gone. People poured out and they called him on this in the press conference. And I quote, make sense of this, if you will. He says, the system is a false problem. I know very well that when we are losing, I have to put a striker on the pitch but I want to see football in another way. I said to that, if this way doesn't include attempting to win, then I don't know why you're there. But I've read, I mean, we, we were all very effusive about this article that we all read earlier in the week. And uh, I read the second part of that article by Roberto Simeone. And it states that, you know, he, he doesn't, he's not interested in winning. He's interested in seeing his perfect football. That's all he cares about. He's, he's mad, not, he, let alone obsessed. He is like... A fat Mr. Burns in a tracksuit, isn't he? He's just a cuckoo lad. He's just very stubborn. Do you think he's got a teddy bear? He know, just talks to. Maybe we should like get Mr. Liam Burns. to ask him the next yeah. press conference. Draco Franco's his version of Smithers. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he I looks think, so I think, depressed. I don't know. I think poor old Franco, who we should wish uh, you know him all the best, the man, because he's gone back to hospital having had a gallstone. Has he? Operation. Yeah, yeah and it, it didn't Franco. go well, and he mm. had to go back. And we loved, although, if anybody was ever pleased that they had gallstones right at any point in their career, yeah. this may well be it's it. Probably less painful than being Sarri's number two. Yeah, well, he doesn't talk to him. Have you ever seen him talk to him on the bench? He, he, he probably got taken to Chelsea and Westminster. They opened the curtains in the morning. He's just like absolutely gutted that yeah. when he sees the back of the East stand, <laughs> really like, <laughs> Anyway. He started uh, twitching. Yeah, I exactly. completely can't remember what we were, we were talking about. We were discussing how he's stark raving mad and he's not actually interested in winning. There's another quote going round that, um, so he said, well, we've worked on my defending and my perfect defending and my perfect midfield but we haven't done the last 30% yet so and bear in mind it's March he says we haven't got to the attacking part yet I had a, I had a, I had a, a brilliant uh, analysis of it actually I think it even came from Twitter so Twitter can be good occasionally but they basically said well they won the first 18 matches and they looked really, really good at the beginning of the season. Well, the reason for that was probably because they hadn't adapted to Sarri Ball. Yeah. Now they have, they're looking rubbish. <laughs> yes. And I thought that was actually very astute. The, fu- the funny thing is, is obviously this rumour uh, about Roma has come up and yeah. the fact that Roma want him as their manager. I'll drive him there. I mean, does this not show, though, that his system and Sarri's on a whole... Yeah, would work in Italy. Yeah, it does, though. It, it works in Syria. It's just, it's just he not did, the Premier League. It works with the players that he had as well. He did so. say, oh, though. Oh, oh, breaking goal, news. Goal. Breaking goal. Some bloke with a luminous ray. Right. Ryan, Ryan Babbel. Don't you remember? Don't you remember? But he just missed an open goal. He must be Babble. about 300 years old. So I'm pleased for him. Uh, he's actually, when Good he comes player. on before Fulham, he plays well. He's redeemed himself. Yeah, he has. He looks much better than he did at Liverpool. But yeah, Ryan Babbel has put Fulham into the lead at the, uh, let's call it the Olympic Stadium, just for JK. No offside there with the ball from Seri to Cessna. Good finish. And a great finish, finish from But You should get him next season. Poor he's marking. only on a six-month deal. Poor marking, but good finish. Only on a six-month deal. Oh, no, yeah, it's a good striker's goal. Do you that. think he's dyed yeah. his hair that colour so that they can pick him out in yeah, the box? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. why else would you do it? I'd do that. 
Yeah, you have already, actually, and, Jeff. Is, let's oh, be honest. Have I? Yeah. Don't tell Nin- Nineteen fifty-two. Anyway, um, you know. Sari's obviously come out and denied these rumours about Roma, but he said that the guy the he was supposed to, the guy he's supposed to have met with and everything is currently in South Africa, so yeah, it's it's in but, but I think going back to your original <laughs> point, you know, look, okay, the first thing that gets thrown out is well, he never won anything in in Syria, did he? But he did have a, you know, Napoli were a good team, they played very well, but it works in Syria because you know you've got you know if you're if you're Jorginho you can sit down have a read the newspaper have a fag before anybody comes and presses you but not in the premier league mm. what he's trying to do or what he did in syria a will not work ever in the premier league unless you spend 500 million and are managed by pep guardiola and, and, the and he point, ain't pep guardiola the point is as well it seems to depend his whole uh, philosophy of football seems to depend on the opposition letting him play that yeah, way like exactly and not that. attempting you, to when, stop it when you got dirty great buggers like ryan shawcross <laughs> just coming straight <laughs> yeah. into you like Ivor the engine. Bang. Can you imagine sitting him down with that notebook with six thousand of uh, six thousand angles? Do, do you know what someone someone actually said? <laughs> what was that Ivor the engine? That was over the engine. <laughs> 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 you did the little. Did. Anyway, That's my role in it. What, what is, I want to know what Sari writes down on his notes because when he celebrates a goal, he's writing on his notes. Comes out the tunnel, writing on his notes. Writing, writing, <laughs> writing. Is this like a little nervous tick? No, thing? I, know, no, I it, know the answer to this. Jonathan's going to tell you. No, no, no. I'm going to give my view. You're going to give yours okay. first. All right. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Well, because he came out of the, after the game, basically his demeanour saying, well, it's not that bad. I mean, we only lost 2 0 to United. I mean, why does that matter? He wrote down what but he basically, had. he said, and anyway, uh, you know, we got, um, what's it? We got into their box 78 times, and they only got into our box 16, 16 times. times. Yeah, but they scored two goals, Sarri, and we didn't score any. No, but that's okay, because we got into their box 78 no, times. And also, what he writes down is that he writes down where people aren't making the correct angles, because it's all based, according to this article that we, we both read, on the players being able to. Run understand into positions geometry. and understand, yeah. So, and every time you've got the ball, you can actually play it blindfolded because all you have to do is just play it to the left or right, and they will be there because the angle they've made after having got rid of the ball. God, I'm waiting for someone to pull up the clipper. You know, Mr. Bean doing the exam, the trigonometry exam. <laughs> but you know, look, it, again, Sorry. it doesn't work in England because a lot of teams in England, even the dumb teams, they will quite <laughs> often press you man to man. So, there's always pressure on the man. So unless they unless you're playing with brilliant players, and I mean Napoli's side encouraged him, it wasn't. This was not Sarri's idea. Sarri ball was not his idea. It was the it was the Napoli players uh, when he took over. He they were getting thumped playing the four. Uh, what was it four three two one or one two that he was playing? Yeah. And they said we want to play four three three. They were already accomplished as a possession based side who who liked short passing, and they had lots of players who were self sacrificing. You know, they didn't have a team with players like William and Hazard who who like individual creativity and flair. It's just bonkers. Can I say as well yes. that I think it's like a perfect storm of us not having very many characters in the dressing room because had this been 2009, John Terry, Drogba, Czech, Ivanovic. Yeah. No, they would, he'd have been after three weeks but of this nonsense. They would have gagged him and just yeah. stuck a fag in his mouth or a nicotine patch over his mouth and yeah. stuck him in the corner of the dressing something room. something that was like a compromise. They'd have said, we'll play this way. And all right, we admire the fact you're trying to play one-touch football, but we're actually going to play this way. Yeah. What he just but like that's why you saw Scolari had a short reign, AVB had a short reign. But this guy's reign's going to be equally as short, which is going to not have won anything. Yes, it will, because... AVB didn't get fired until March, if you and remember. Yet, and yet, Clayton Beerman brought up a point on uh, on Twitter. 
How about how about in fact that the club have decided they're going to keep him for two years, knowing there was a transfer ban because they want to make he everything work. He actually said work. that. I spotted that. On yeah. The, way, yeah. 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 the thought had crossed well, my mind too. I asked that to Liam, didn't I? Yeah, basically, and that is a horrible. Well, I should be not coming back, and if that's the well, case. as I said, as I said, to Alex, come to hospitality for the meal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> stay in there. Yeah. Just stay in stay there. there. Finish up where everybody doesn't eat. I, I, I'll become fat again, Jonathan. Uh, uh, do you know a, they were feeding that to the Malmo players as we left? Did you see well, that? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> the what? Malmo players were getting a packed tea to take were on they? their coat. Oh, how lovely! Pretty sure it was our leftovers. I mean, Marco is actually. He tweeted out saying if Sarri sticks around for two years or if Wenger... No, oh, if it was Wenger, Wenger. Yeah, if, if Wenger oh, turns God, up, yeah, he'll go on loan to Sutton United. Yeah. But this is the yeah. thing, isn't it? We've been Wenger to death by Sarri. We don't want actual Wenger to no, come in definitely, now. Definitely. What you need is oil war the engine. Anyhow. Aaron. I think Nuno. I think Nuno's... A Espirito re- Santo. He's got, he's got, he looks like he's got the build... He's got a great he's beard. Got the beard. Chelsea manager. I yeah. offered to do it on Twitter and they haven't answered me yet. I'm very disappointed. You offered to do? The job. Oh, yeah, that's right. 100k and a you're year. You were a lot cheaper, weren't and you? And gin. Yeah. Fair play. But the thing is, Aaron, it doesn't really matter. They could hire you or me. It doesn't matter who they hire, <coughs> excuse me, unless they deal with some of these structural issues that are causing the club, I think, a lot of problems. And, you know, apart from the fact that he's very stubborn and myopic and intransigent, I do have an element of sympathy with Sarri because you know he he hasn't been really given the tools to do the job although one could also say that uh, he hasn't had the wherewithal to ask what, and say what, I know this you, is what you, I need you were obviously I think you you'd obviously gone by them but what were your thoughts on the on the negative charting and the well, toxic atmosphere I didn't join in I didn't give the older Sarri ball yeah. or the uh, you don't know what you're doing I did chuckle a lot though <laughs> when it was happening but I didn't join in because I think it's a bit out of order but frankly the supporters have got every right to do it they pay their money they're passionate about the club and they're not fools and if they see it going on what else can they do apart from voice how they feel about it so I've got no problem with that I, I really I was concerned going into that game personally as, as obviously a United fan I, I thought I thought you guys would go for it and I thought you guys would give us a really well, it really it became really pretty good obvious game. that all that needed to happen is you just had to defend a bit get the ball back because we'd yeah, make a mistake because and then we Rashford, are Arsenal. Rashford would just run down the pitch at 120 miles an hour and probably you would score from a breakaway as it was you you scored from two rather lovely centres, but uh, I didn't expect that to be happening. But, the, but no. on reflection, the defence isn't isn't playing well enough. But the so. worst, the worst. That I'm, I'm, I don't know. I haven't seen Alex to talk about this game. But the worst thing of all, Aaron, and I'd be interested to see what the converse view is, given that you're a United fan. But when that first goal went in, you could just hear the collective kind of. <sighs> the groan. 40,000 people going, groan. Oh. Yeah, but we, we knew, but also we the, knew the game was over. We knew the game was over. There's Do you know nobody why? there. As you- do you know why? why? Because we haven't come from behind under Sarri yeah, since last September, <laughs> yeah, since since before everybody yeah. figured him out. You guys look like United in the late days of Jose. No, I think it's different, but I, I know what you mean. You no, know, you know the there vibe. Is a com- yeah, I love that, the word vibe. Yeah, there's a comparison to be made, I know, but this is very different because we've been through the Mourinho thing. Also, he wasn't playing the same kind of football. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's He's a different it's, kind it's of fan, crazy to Mourinho as well. The fan, fan vibe, yeah. I mean, he you is know. a loon, but he's a different kind of yeah. loon to Jose. Yeah. He's not an entertaining loon. Yeah. yeah. He's just a loon yeah. you want to go away rather He's like swiftly. Eeyore. I think your comparison to Eeyore is 
perfect because he kind of does things he can't understand why they're not working he turns around did you notice we were very close to him last night and i decided to to watch the bench and that's how i got my thing in the blog about the hilarity of ampadu being sat down and lectured for about five minutes from a folder before he was allowed to take his tracks mind crushing so he wasn't listening you could see on his face it was like yeah yeah but anyway he just he repeatedly turns around and just rants to the bench not anyone in particular and it's not like he's talking to his staff because they don't react they just ignore him I thought, just... but, he, but he, what he's saying is they're not playing the way I want them to play that's what he's saying sorry we, we've got we've got to go because we've got, we've got to go for a break now a break. A bit, I have to do that now gonna go for a break I know. away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery you in order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. (laughs) It's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news, and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter.
Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio for your Friday night. It's a Chelsea fan cast with a full house in the building tonight. We've got a Stanford Judge to our right. <laughs> to my left is the girl who's about to be banned from a few countries in in, in, in Asia. I, I mean, I'm not really... I, Indians are just too polite for my sense of humour. That's the problem. But Chelsea Urdu seem to love it. Oh, very vulgar. Yeah. Basically, I you, you did that very well, Aaron. I have yeah. to say, oh, I'm Asian. Uh, <laughs> done. Yeah, good to point out that the reason that we always sling Asian insults back and forth at each other because we actually are you both are, Asian. You are both. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's not that we're just outrageously yes. racist. Uh, and down the middle, we've got uh, we've got Jonathan Kidd, and he's he's got a friend Aye. with him. Nah. You got a friend with you? I've got the hey wrong because Sorry, sorry about that. He's in his own world, Aaron. I think he's. I think he's on. I think he's over medicated himself. Freddie's here. No, no, no. Do you, do you want to come closer to the mic, though? No, I'm, I'm not on it now. By the, but I, I had to ask you, by the way. Here, I know, but have you, have you, have you, have you seen, uh, have you seen Monobrow Man lately? The Singwa. No, no, no. no. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we've, we've got, got a guest. We've got a guest in. Yeah, it's Freddie Frederick Karberg from. Uh, Stockholm from Sweden. Do you want to introduce him? Yeah, well, I, I'm going to say I, I, I've known Freddie for a while because he's been coming over to games for a while, and I've, I've, he likes drinking vodka, and I've had quite a few with nice. him. Nice. And uh, he listens to the fancast every week, and I saw him in the pub last night, and uh, and he's here until Sunday because he's watching the, the the League Cup final. I said, "Oh, what are you doing tomorrow night?" He said, "Well, not a lot." So I said, "Well, come and come and come on the show. Come and come and watch us do this." And he said, "Yes." So there you go, Freddie. Welcome. Lovely right. to see you. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Do you know when I saw clap that luxurious clap. hair from behind, what went through my brain? Look into my eyes. Can't you see they're open wide? Oh, come on, man. He looks like Would you. I lie yeah. to you, baby? Would I lie I don't to know. you? Don't know what oh, yeah. I'm having, I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, Terence Trent Derby. No. Oh, Charles and Eddie. Oh, right. Charles he looks Eddie. like Eddie. Eddie. Eddie had magnificent hair, and you have magnificent he had a hair. I used to, uh, people tell me Rob Trujillo from Metallica. I yeah, think I think it's a bit more heavy metal, metal, mate. Yeah. None of that nonsense. <laughs> but I'll do, I'll, Charles and Eddie will do it. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to ask. He, you he few, was a very attractive man. We're going to ask uh, Freddie a few questions because it's kind of an interview, so we're going to ask him some questions. I'm going to kick off, and uh, so Freddie, why, why Chelsea? Because I mean, you know, it, Sweden. There are other teams. Malmo, Malmo. We now have discovered. So why, why, why Chelsea? What happened? Yeah, I keep asking myself that. <laughs> yeah. because, uh, Fair play. Way back, I think '88 or '89, something like yeah. that. My dad took me to see a game. Uh, it was Ipswich. Right. Around Christmas, I think we won three nil. That I decided Chelsea was my yeah. team then. So had Ipswich won, I'd be a tractor boy. Oh, so we were lucky. We could have lost you. And yeah. in '88, actually, we were quite okay-ish. I'm just trying to think how what Ipswich would have been like in '88. Their glory days had probably disappeared by then, hadn't they? The glory days were the '60s, weren't they? No, no, they were very good. Late '70s, early '80s. They won Europe. They won the uh, Wafa Cup, didn't they? Bobby. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Well, that's good. Listen, what I really wanted to ask you because you see, we we've uh, you know, or I've certainly met quite a lot of the lads from Sweden over the years and, and know how passionate they are. Um, and in fact, we had one of them uh, on the phone not that long ago. We had Daniel on the phone, didn't we, JK? Um, but uh, it, it be, phoned up? I, well, I don't know. Daniel, if you're listening, why you could phone up uh, Freddie and talk in Swedish. That'd be great yeah, listening. That, I'd love that. Great, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's really nice to get it uh, from somebody who's actually living in Sweden. You know, how big is the following for Chelsea in Sweden? It's all right. It's... Uh... It's not as big as for, for certain other teams. Because Liverpool, I know, are popular. Liverpool Scandinavia, are popular. Man United, United yeah. are very popular. Arsenal. Yeah. And I hate to say it's Spurs are <gasps> bigger than no us. No way. Why yeah, Spurs? Even, I don't know. Why? People don't like winning, I guess. Okay. 
Yeah. So. That, is that all the depressed people in Sweden? Yeah, that's yeah. because of the darkness and the gloom. Yeah. And so that's, Kenya it makes fits up they would, for they would, it. They, yeah, it would fit that they like Spurs that lot. Mm. So there is quite a big following there. Yeah, you can usually tell when we reach a cup final or something like that. That's when they come out. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, do you kind of, because I mean, when we talk to the Yanks, you know, obviously a massive country, but they do like to kind of, you know, congregate together on a match day. So they'll go to a bar that they've set up as a Chelsea bar and they'll watch the game there. I mean, what, what do you, I mean, I know you get to come over here a lot, which is lovely, but, you know, when you can't get over here, do you going to get together a load of lads in a pub and watch the game or what? Yeah, we try to. We, we have a guy working hard to get people to come out. Mm. Marcus is his name. He's doing a good job. Mm, excellent but stuff. We always need more people coming. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you, we just played Malmo. It's the first time we played a Swedish team for, for a while, isn't it, actually? Mm. Um, so, I mean, I know, I mean, like Oscar was just, you know, just over, so overexcited about the thought of Chelsea playing, you know, in his home country. I mean, what was it like for a, a Swedish Chelsea fan to know that Chelsea were coming over to play? I would imagine a team that they've got a lot of mates who support and a bit of banter and rivalry going on as well. Yeah. To be to be honest, I don't really follow Swedish football, so uh, <laughs> Good man. yeah, so I, I don't really care where they come from. And plus, I I, I call Malmö reserve Danes, so I don't even <laughs> I don't even consider it to be 100 percent Sweden. Brilliant. But, They're like 20 minutes from Copenhagen, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But uh, you didn't get to the match, did you? You weren't lucky no, to get a ticket. No, no, it didn't work out in the end. But yeah. So where did you end up watching it? In a pub. In a pub. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, some fellow. No, in Malmo. We Malmo. Yeah, right, yeah, with um, with some fellow Chelsea supporters. Yeah. What Swedish Chelsea supporters? Yeah, yeah. and then uh, two uh, two um, two English boys who were uh, picked up by the police when they when they got off the train and thrown in the drunk tank and was let out for se- for the second half. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually because we were talking about that earlier on with the with the Swedish guy that Dan and I bumped to at the CFC UK store, and he was really gone. You know, but uh, and of course they were saying to me that Alex said, "Well, it's because the beer's twelve quid a pint in Sweden." He probably couldn't so believe. So they his get luck. here and go, "Yay!" Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's a phenomenon. With every, every time a Swede goes goes out of Sweden, yeah. So yeah. the yeah. same with the Norwegians as well, because yeah. Chelsea Norway overall was ratted as well. Yeah. So yeah, they go they cross the border to get yeah, bacon and alcohol from you guys <laughs> and true. then take it home. I, I I mean I don't know. The only Swedish player to have played for Chelsea I know of is Magnus Hedman. And he dub played, dub no base with my headman, as we exactly. Talk. I mean, I mean, are you, are you, is there been anyone else Swedish players? Magnus Hedman. I think there has, hasn't there? No, there's, there's not been any there's other been Swedish a, players. A couple in the academy, but none in the first team. I wondered. And Hedman never played, yeah. did he? I don't think. Yeah, he did. I just think yeah, Middlebro yeah. Middlebro right. was uh, was Danish, wasn't he? You know, in the fifth. Kjellberg, Nor- Norwegian. Norwegian. We had a few Norwegians. Yeah. You know, obviously Torre Andre Flo. That's interesting. I, I I I presumed we would have had more, but that's uh, it's a be- very small population, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. But I would say Sweden, than, than Norway. Yeah, but though, Sweden yeah. are a more important football nation than Norway. I would have thought. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you, you know, they they a hosted the 1958 World Cup and actually got to the final and got walloped by Brazil. But that means that they, they are a serious football nation. I I would think that even Chelsea Norway would acknowledge that yeah. your league is slightly better than their league. And of course, Ibrahimovic played for Sweden, didn't he? Yeah. Was he actually born there or did he go there very young? No, he was born, born in there. Yeah. His yeah. parents went there. Yeah. 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 Uh, and of course, uh, Tromso's in Norway, isn't it? Yep. Way, way up. Up in the Arctic Circle. Yeah. What's it like to play on grass? We sang to them. I remember that. Um, anyway, a um, qu- couple of quick questions for you, Freddie, uh, that are non Swedish Chelsea related per se. But favourite players, favourite matches? 
It would be Frank Lampard. Yeah. Yeah, and a favourite match, Munich. I wasn't there, but still. Why Why weren't you there? I couldn't get a ticket. No, a lot of people obviously couldn't yeah. get a ticket. Because I know a lot of people who didn't have a ticket and went anyway. Yeah. But I, I refused to do that. I, I just couldn't have been there uh, without a ticket to the oh. match. So I and I only went when I you know managed to get a ticket. And I literally picked one up right at the last moment. I just about had enough loyalty points to get one. But if I hadn't had a ticket, I wouldn't have gone. So I get that totally. And and, and finally, um, we asked we asked Ryan this, didn't we, when he came on? Um you know, how did you find the Chelsea fan cast and, and what does it mean to overseas fans? There's a, a, a lot of people say they love it when they're on the overseas, but it's really nice to hear what it means to them because it's kind of different for us, obviously, because we do it. You know? yeah. But it's nice to hear what they have to say. I think I found it through um, Jens, who you met last time I was over. Uh, he talked about it and I, I looked it up and listened to some episodes from the back catalogue. Yeah. It was fun. It was Excellent. good fun. Excellent stuff. Well, we love having you listening yeah. to it and, and engaging with us every week. And uh, well, he's, a, he's one of our Patreon people too. And I, I particularly love it when you come over and I get to have a few drinks with you, Freddie. So it's always lovely nice. to are, see. Are you going to a watering hole? Uh, tonight I can't. I've got to go home and see Mrs. Chidge. Oh, fair yes, enough. Yeah, Mrs. JK's off I'm to a pasta house. as well. Not happy right. Alex will probably go pasta. and have gin. If you buy Alex a gin, pasta. she'll come with you. Pasta. I'll do anything. She likes a gin. gin. More, more, more than likely. More Take her to the likely. Thirsty Bear. More, the Thirsty I'm Bear. Thirsty not, Bear. We not, took Chelsea Chicago there, didn't yeah. we? We did. That's my pub. They're uh, over I'm not next week. About pasta yet? Pasta's a bit later on. So. About eight forty. Wait. Yeah, exactly. About eight forty. Wait. Um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pasta Fridays here on uh, on Love. Do you know about Pasta Fridays? No. JK just thinks about pasta at some point. Uh, West Ham United <laughs> one, Fulham. One is the uh, is the score Chicharito at the moment. Scored. It's uh, Javier Hernandez Balakzar with the goal for them. Cardiff City nil. What for one? By the way, just a few minutes ago, um, the chant around the uh, the Olympic Stadium was, was uh, "Is this a library?" Which is ironic because it's public funded. Oh, that's a Fulham yeah. joke. Very that's good. a Fulham very joke. Good. I just that's spotted. Not bad. That's, that's not a, bad. I think it's, I think it's Don Betts who go actually Fulham. wrote that. Go Fulham. Proper dad joke, but you'd you'd expect Fulham jokes of, to of be course, dad Of jokes. course, you know the big story coming out of Fulham today, which is the season ticket prices, yeah. and you know they are extortionately yeah. expensive, and the fans are going to be only campaigning. about three hundred and fifty pound a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, we're going to take a pause. West Ham have equalised in that game. One-one between West Ham and Fulham. Cardiff nil. What for one? This programme was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. There are two ways we can enter this song. That's one of them. The funny thing is, his pads played this earlier this week, and I just went down the mic and was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> "Very good, very good. Uh, thank you, very, very, very good, very, very good, very, very good, very, very good. Thank you very much to uh, Freddie for joining That's us. Brilliant, there. Really, really. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your contribution. Thank you for your contribution, matey. <laughs> thank you for your contribution, there, pal. Um, where are we? Uh, where are we going? Where are we going? Memories. 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 Yeah, you know, because I was asking the boys and girls this earlier on, and, uh, you know, I said, how many times have we played uh, Man City in the League Cup? City. City. And Alex, thought, we all thought loads of times, but the reality is um, 
we've only played them twice. And of course, Jonathan, who is like the almanac here. Uh, do you remember these matches? We played Man City uh, in the fourth round of the League Cup uh, in November 1984, and we won 4-1. Kerry scored a hat-trick. Keith Jones scored the other one. Do you remember that match? No. No. I was eight weeks old. But um, you're, you're exempt from this section. <laughs> but uh, I think I was probably there. I wasn't. That was a bit before my time, yeah, actually. Only, only marginal. I mean, yeah. I had moved up to London about two months before that, but I hadn't yet ventured into Stamford Bridge. So. Some of these games, I can't, you know, yeah. you, then you look back. I just need, if I look at my programme collection, I've got the programme. I was there. I mean, to know. be fair, if I'd have been on the phone, if I'd have done a Kerry podcast this week, yeah. I'd have asked him that. Yeah. And normally he would not have said, don't ask me questions like that, Chidge, because I can't remember, mate. But oh. I bet you he'd have remembered remember this, scoring he a hat trick. Yeah. Absolutely. He's good with his. If you talk about his goals, he always yeah, remembers yeah, them, yeah, but yeah. it matches not it's so It's like much. Canners the same way, isn't Yeah, he? exactly that. They remember the goals. Yeah. But uh, it's an interesting side that we had out there. Eddie Neddy, of course. Yes. Uh, Colin Pates, big Doug Rugby. Yes. Don't sing the song. Uh, Colin Lee, Keith Jones, Joe McLaughlin, Nigel Spackman. Spackers was playing. Paul Canneville, Pat Nevin, Kerry Dixon, David Speedy. It's, it's that same team, isn't it, that played yeah, it Wednesday? Is, it and, is uh, pretty much, isn't pretty it? Pretty much, yeah. Love that team. Yeah. Um, I would have been there then. I saw them all that time. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I, well, I thought you yeah, might have been. Yeah. I thought you might have been. Because you'd, be, you'd have been young then, wouldn't you? I was just well, but a sapling. 50, you know. Five fifty-five, <laughs> not seventy-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, in joke, people. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other one, the only other time we played them in the League Cup uh, was in nineteen ninety-three uh, when we played them up in Main Road. Uh, in where's that? Where, where's Moss Side? We went to Moss Side, East Manchester. Yeah, Moss Side, mm. lovely place. Uh, and we lost one-nil in the third round of the League Cup. Uh, the attendances are hilarious in this. C- guess what the attendance was? Uh, main road for the uh, 1993 League Cup game between Man City and Chelsea. 16,173. Don't give me the notes there. then. Can we, can we get that Bruce Forsyth theme tune on? Um, is it the price? The moment's gone, mate. Yeah. <laughs> she, she norsed it right up. Thank you. Way, so. Thank you for your. What, what could should have happened then? You should have let me say 47,000. He could have then said no. no. And no, then you could have come exactly. in with yours. But isn't that unbelievably low for such a big club like Man City? You know, that's what, well, normally in that period, they've got 30, didn't matter what division they were so in, what, they got 30,000. Yeah, that is a low, low, low capacity. What, 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 what year was it, 93? 93. What, what City would have been in Division 2, Division 3? Oh, no, I think they were probably first division. So, Actually, the, it's ta- Premier the Taylor League, Report came in Premier in League. Yeah, it's Premier League, isn't it, 93? The no, they, they, they were up and down like a... Like a ladies, but but like didn't didn't they have to shut eyebrows? Parts eyebrows, the, yeah. Didn't they have to shut part of the ground? Why? That period what because was that? of the Taylor report. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Um, I think the team again is quite interesting, actually, uh, considering recent events. Dimitri Karin, don't sing the song. Uh, Steve Clark, Mal Donaghy, Erlen Johnson, Jacob Kjeldberg, Frank Sinclair, Darren Barnard, Glenn Hoddle, Eddie Newton, Tony Cascarino, and of course everybody's favourite Chelsea uh, uh, centre forward. Number one is Robert Fleck. Number two is Robert Fleck. Right. Number three <laughs> is Robert Fleck. That was kind of a transition period, wasn't oh, it, that, God, with was that it? team? That must have been... I wonder if that was that Porterfield. It might well have been. Graham Stewart was Porterfield, so was Eddie Newton. Yeah. So it wouldn't oh, have been. Well, because no, Hoddle came in... Hoddle came in... Oh, it was Hoddles, wasn't it? Duh. No, it was Hoddle. Hoddles, <laughs> He's playing, exactly. <laughs> oh, dear. Time to Because Graham time Stewart to go had gone to Everton. Down. I yeah. think that's <laughs> unbelievably <laughs> stupid. I just read his flaming name out. wonder who the manager was. He in Porterfield? No, actually, Chid, it was Glenn Hoddle, because he was player manager, you plum. Anyway, so I'm just really surprised we've hardly played them, because we've played them in every other cup, uh, Aaron, including... 
the uh, European Companies Cup in 71 when we played them in the first leg and then we had a league match with them in between that and then we played them again but I think all in the space of about a week and a half I think they haven't been very good in that period well we played them in the the FA Cup loads of times and we played them in the uh, well perhaps they've gone out very early on in the the, uh, we played them in the full members cup the Simod Cup the Simod Cup. The Simod Cup, yeah. That, I think that was the one that the full members cup became, and then it became the Zenith Data Systems Cup. Oh, I was just about to bring up yeah. the old Zenith Data Systems. What was Simod, exactly? I have no idea. Was it the name of a car from that period? I have period? no idea. Hmm. I don't remember. Uh, Do you know what it was, no, Alex? Simod? Simod? I've, got, I've Alex, got it. Simod, no? What was it? They're an Italian sportswear manufacturer based in Piove di Sacco. Uh so they, be like the Simod, Nike. Simon sponsored the English Four Members Cup uh, competition from 1987 to 89. Yeah. So it would have been like the Nike Cup, as it were, or something. Or the, the generic uh, sportswear. Yeah, but Adidas it sounds Cup. like more like Lotto Cup, I think. No, like, think. the Buckter Trophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I always liked the Milk Cup. I always thought that was really rather silly. That was the League Cup, wasn't it? I was yeah. going to ask that uh, as a question tonight for the quiz. Oh, sorry. Uh, give me all the names of what the oh, League, League Cup's Cup been called. Yeah, yeah. That would have been. And what about one you won't get? Remember, it doesn't exist anymore. The Rumbelows Cup. The Rumbelows Cup. Well, that was the League Cup. It was one of the. Yeah, I'm saying that's one of the yeah, names yeah. for the League Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Worthington's it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Worthington's. Yeah. Everyone yeah. remembers it by whatever it Coca-Cola. was when they were young. Coca-Cola. It was called the. It was called the Association League Cup. Because they had the Coca-Cola blimp up at Wembley. They did when it was a Coca-Cola Cup. And I used to live there, Wembley, so I used to look up at I it. I used to like it when oh, it was the Capital One <laughs> Cup because right. uh, cause Sarah used to work for them and uh, I, they sponsored it when we beat Spurs 2-0 in 2015. And I went with all my mates and went to the Victoria pub and got well, well well zozzled before oh. I went. And then I, then I arranged to meet my wife afterwards who was enjoying corporate hospitality with Capital One. They had oh, a separate, yes, I remember. separate kind of you do said. going on in the hotel. And I, I turned up, I turned up absolutely smashed looking like a right oik with all of her bosses and everything. Yeah. And then, and then they, 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 I was quite drunk, but they liked me anyway and carried on drinking with me. I'm sure nice. you were amusing. No, probably not. No, okay. Not even amusing when was, when I'm sober, when was it the drunk. Carling Cup? When uh, uh, you guys lost it? 2005. Oh, wait. 2005. 2005 when we beat Liverpool. And, and Spurs on as well. No, that was Capital One. Well, was that the FA Cup? Was the FA Cup Spurs the Carling Spurs, Cup? No, no. The, F, the FA Cup was the N Power FA Cup and the Eon FA Cup. Oh, it's, right. it's the Eon FA Cup now, isn't it? No idea. No one knows Emirates. anyway. Uh, we'll take a pause. 823, the soft sport. Giving your team a voice. Love Sport Radio. Yeah, goal at the London Stadium, and uh, West Ham United have taken the lead through Issa Diop, this time headed into the back of the net. Pretty simple, wasn't he? Just ran after it and just bopped it in. I love it when a striker heads it down. He wasn't a striker, though. No, but he just, he, the corner came in, he went for it, and he just headed it. Nobody challenged him at all. It was delightful. Can I run through the um, the sponsors, please, Chidge? I've got them all in order. I'd like that very much. Go on then, quickly, because yep. I've got some blinding stuff so, from Twitter. So, 1960 to 1981, 
there was no sponsor. 81 to 86, it was the Milk Marketing Board. That's right, the Milk Marketing Board. Uh, 86 to 90 was Littlewoods, was known as the Littlewoods yes, Challenge Littlewoods, Cup. Yes. Uh, 1990 to 1992 was Rambelos. 92 to 98 was Coca-Cola. 1998 to 2003 was Worthington's. 03 to 12 was Carling. 12 to 16 was Capital One. 16, 17, we had no sponsor. And now we have Carabao. Yeah. Brilliant. That is brilliant because it's a bad, mad cup for that. We've just, sorry, I, I'm so distracted because we've just got this brilliant tweet from uh, Eddie McCready, 1977, Legend. our favourite quiz responder. But he's reminded both Jonathan and I that the 1984 League Cup match against City, which we won 4 1, is the infamous match where Pat Nevin took arguably the worst penalty ever missed. Where, I mean, we've, and he show, and he, he's put the YouTube clip on there for us. We've yes. just rewatched it. Can you take us through that penalty, JK? Well, he. Uh, he, he, I remember at the time it's all come flooding back. There, of course, I was. I, defi- there. I was I definitely there, there because there, the, yes. that penalty was is etched upon my memory. But yeah. why I haven't? I, I think I've. It was so etched that I've got rid of it. But uh, I remember at the time thinking he's taken about an, an inch run up, and uh, and he then just passed it really yeah, beautifully to the goalkeeper's goalkeeper's so, uh, hands. Yeah, well done. But yes. Oh God, I was definitely there. Bloody! Hell, I remember cringing. I think uh, that's brilliant. Well done, Mark, for reminding us of that. And how, how, how well, I think basically JK and I are really old, so our memories are shot to pieces, but there you go. Anyway, look, City on Sunday, the first thing I can think of really is um, if Sarri doesn't change... He won't. Will it be another disaster? Yes. It will. Yes. Like it was, you know, up at the Empty Hat a few weeks ago. Will it be another we'll, disaster? We'll play well for two minutes and then they'll score. Like we did at the, if like, they what? score early... It could happen again. They're going to try, aren't they, to score yeah. early? Because that's what yeah. uh, United tried to do as but well. Do you we think, managed to do you stave th- that off. Do you think Pep's banking on the fact that we, that he and knows, in fact, that he is not going to change anything? He's going to play exactly. Yes. I mean, can I just try and grasp this concept? Because I'm finding it really hard. Is he so mad or stupid that he will set Chelsea up to play exactly the same way against a very good team? who humiliated us 6-0 in a League Cup I, final. Is yes. he really going to do that? I think yes. you've got to look at it the opposite way and go, is Pep stupid enough to change yeah. the team <laughs> that won 6-0 against that Chelsea team who are going to set up exactly the same way? See, in a normal scenario, you would think, right, what does Sarri do after 6-0? He sits down, he watches every bit of video, which is what Pep did after we creamed them 2-0 earlier in the season. Yeah. He sat down, you looked at every bit of footage and you thought, where did it go wrong and how do I fix it? Sarri's not going to do that. He because it, carry it, no, on because, plugging away. Because it was the players' mentality that was wrong because his football's perfect. It's not my no, football. Yeah. It's the players that yeah. are wrong. But what happened in that football. game is I think that theory that you put forward earlier was was correct. Was they, they weren't actually very prepared. They weren't very good at playing uh, Sarri, Sarismo yeah. then. And, now, and there were still elements yeah, yeah, of playing yeah, yeah. Uh, as if they were they're playing. It was Conte. To, yeah. Now they're trying yeah. to and they're yeah. coming unstuck because they're doing more of what he wants, which is attacking for 90% of the game and spending an enormous amount of time in the in the opponent's half. All right. I just well, want to see Azpilicueta rip his shirt off and like smear dirt on his face like war paint style and, and just then, start a complete then, mutiny. And then moon him. Yeah. Like, like Rusto at the uh, Brave Heart Cup. Yeah. And just moon lead him like they did mutiny. Yeah. Give Basically. him the full moon and a bit of woad, mate. Bit of a before kickoff, a bit of yeah. they may take our. Woad land, would work, wouldn't it? Because it would be blue. There is that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because that would then it, that would blue be blue is the colour. Indeed, exactly. Woad and moonies is it, the name. Yeah, yeah. Well, perhaps woad is the colour. Even that might work. Oh, okay, better. fair yeah. enough. Well, look, listen. Yeah. Um, is there any way, Alex, that Chelsea can win on Sunday? Um, no. 
<laughs> Only if, says, I'm gonna have a tenner on if it. he if he goes completely the against be good, everything he's done for the past three months and does everything the opposite of the way he does it, which I don't believe he will, then maybe we stand a chance. So, but he won't. Uh, Jonathan, do you think if 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 is there any way we can win on Sunday? Well, unless the players rebel. That's that's my theory. If they don't listen to him, they might have a chance. Yeah, which yeah. They is what they did in the last twenty minutes yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you think they might do that? No, I think they might. Well, I think they're encouraged by the uh, the two and a half minutes they played quite well up to yeah. up at the up at the em- Emirates. Think about this, right? These are these are the, you know these are professional footballers. Believe it or not, they do have a bit of pride, and they also love a bit of silverware. They're like magpies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they might all They've agree. They just had their rear ends handed to them on a plate. Yeah, yeah. A few weeks ago by City. Yeah. They're not going to want to be humiliated. They don't like being. They're like cats. They don't like being laughed at. So they they may well just say, you know what? Let's all just like nod to him in the dressing room and go, oh, good tactics, Mister Sarri, good tactics. And then the minute we go out there, we play like we used to, and we play together and ignore him. It's we might take have a, a rebellion. chance. Do you know who's the one to spark it? Louise Hazard. Hazard, actually, yeah, he looked, he looked. I mean, in pain. There's no other way to describe it. He actually, this, he had actual tears I th- in I, his I, eyes. Yeah, I think you're right. He was really not happy. And he was that's upset. not because, and he's not. It's not because I'm Eden Hazard and you've made me look bad. It's because he hates losing. Yeah. And he, as someone I know, saw him before that game and said to him, "You've got it cut out for you on Sunday." And he said to them, "Don't worry. I know. Like Spurs, you don't lose." And then yeah. that happens. Of yeah. course, he looked bereft. I think if anyone's going to spark it, and we all know William loves a good rebellion and jumping on the bandwagon oh, yeah. and getting he likes involved. In trouble. Yeah. I wonder if, in fact, they, last night against Malmo, the, the first half was so dire, not because they weren't playing Sarismo correctly, but whether they were actually thinking, but what are we supposed to do here? It's whether they get to so, the point where they the think... Football, yeah, and in the second half they thought, hey, I know what we'll do, we'll just play how we want. And that's well, why it's they whether they get goals. to the point where they just think he's on his way out anyway. Well, that's the other thing I was thinking about Sod for him. Sunday. You know, yeah. They could get away with just rebelling like that and doing what they want because they're probably thinking he's gone anyway, mate. But yeah. then again, if they lose, he'll definitely be on his way. So what do you do? Mm. I, I think they've got too much pride for I that. think they have But too. I think they're getting to the point where they're like, do you know what, he's not going to be here long. We are going to go for an opposition view and, and this time um, we, we, we've changed things up because last time Jonathan had to go for a, a lie down and a bit of a cry after we spoke to Dennis Chewett. I don't know if you remember I wasn't Chew- here. You weren't here. No, him, him and Clayton both needed a bit of a lie down, did, a bit of a cry. Dennis, Dennis Chewett. It was he the just, Dennis Chewett. Clayton Clay was just like, I, I think you were a fantastic player. So Dennis was like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. And I said, wonderful player. He, he just, he, I said, in fact, I got my sentence the wrong way around. I said, as a player, yeah, you were a wonderful, wonderful, um, um, what's the word? Player. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but Kick, he needed a lie down. He needed to have a little bit of a moment to himself. Uh, so this week we've got David Walker from the Red But Never Red. That's right, Red but never read. It's not read. Not read, but no, never it's not read. read, but never read. It's read, but never read City blog. He's a great guy and he's on next. Love Sport Radio, the station giving fans a voice. The Opposition View on Love Sport. Time for the Opposition View on Love Sport Radio. We've got David Walker on from the Red, but never read Manchester City blog. Evening, David. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Yeah, we're, we're, we're gentlemen and one lady in uh, in, and in one the lady. Sorry, that's politically incorrect already, isn't it? Well, I, she she identifies. I'm not going to carry on speaking now. I think. What, he's what do you sorry. identify as, as a gin drinker? 
So she yes, identifies that's right. She, she identifies as a bottle of gin. Do you know what? So someone pulled over today and said, sorry, darling, where's Metrobank? And I thought, do you know what? Half the women in the world would now go, I refuse to engage with you because I don't like being <laughs> I don't. I don't use Metrobank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> derogatory fashion of darling. And I just... Alex right hooked I didn't care. Instead. No, I didn't care. I didn't care. And he was polite. Snog, he said, please. Him. He said, thank you. <laughs> anyway, number. Uh, good, job, good job. I didn't call you Gordon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> or Bombay, obviously. You know. uh, Dave, good to have you uh, on board. The last time we, uh, we, we, we we talked about this game, um, uh, it was with, uh, with with Dennis Stewart, who was convinced that City were going to go on and beat Chelsea. Of course, they did. How did um, he know that? That's amazing. Well, I mean, I mean, Dennis was was insistent uh, that that. You know, City were going to go on and uh, and beat Chelsea. Um, this is possibly one of the most difficult opposition views that I've done in the sense of. Well, no, probably the easiest actually. Well, no, it's difficult. You, you, there's no real edge to it, and and there's no real sort of resistance to it. Where I go, it's a cup final, Aaron. Anything can happen. Says him who's just said. Yeah, how many? <laughs> how many? How many? Exactly. So, actually, you know what, Dave? How many? How many what? How many goals? How many listen, guys, listen. Last time I came on Love Sport Radio to actually speak to the Chelsea fan cast, it was before the Stamford Bridge League encounter. Yes, that's true, isn't it? All yeah. you guys said there was no way you were going to win. Sorry, and <laughs> That's true, said. isn't it? All said there was no way you are going to win. And I thought, well, as a City fan, we never ever take anything for granted. We have this phrase with City fans, it's typical City. We always used to be able to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. So we never ever, even now, take anything for granted so yes we're favorites yes you know we hammered you guys proper good time last time but it'll be a totally different scenario at Wembley Pep Guardiola even said in his press conference he almost regrets beating Chelsea 6-0 because you'll be smarting from it and you'll want to redress that balance good point good point of course he did the suave rascal but um <laughs> no arguably when we beat you 2-0 is it 2-0 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was the only time he did anything different and did a different approach. Yeah, but i don't think he did do anything different i think the uh, well, players or, did. or, or he, we did the players yeah. did or but that was because we didn't play sarri ball and also sterling wasn't um didn't play all the way through did he in the mm, game well, I think the game when uh, you guys beat us 2-0 in fairness, and this is an excuse, is, you know, you beat us fair and square. Yeah. But there was no Aguero, yeah. no Kevin De Bruyne, yeah, exactly. no company. Silver limped off. We missed two really good chances yeah. in the Early first on, half. Yeah. We, yeah. we bossed the first half. You were all over us, yeah. Se- second half, you came out, yeah. you scored the goals. I remember being asked who was the threat. I naturally said Hazard. Strangely yeah. enough, I didn't say N'Golo Incanti, and neither did I say David Luiz, who mm. was your goal scorer. Mm. <laughs> no, well, there you go. I mean, here's the thing, David, if we go back to that, humiliating 6-0 thrashing which was it was if you're a Chelsea sport that was just unbelievably horrifying to endure but oh. could you as a, as a City fan you know football could you believe that he'd set up that Sarri had set up like that because you know it was a, it was almost like an invitation to a hammering wasn't it it was arrogant well it basically seems to revolve around Jorginho obviously we were in for him in the summer you guys got him but I don't study Chelsea you know in great detail but it seems that most everything is channeled through Jorginho, and we nullified him on the day, which seemed to basically shut you down. There was no supply line, and people were being, City were doing the high press. Um, you didn't have a Jorginho as your, your go-to outlet, 
and it just seemed to everything just seemed to crumble. And we scored the early goals. We couldn't believe how good yeah. it was from our perspective. Obviously, it was how bad it was from your perspective. Yeah. Well, I think usually, but, uh, if you concede those early goals, you change something. You go right. Nothing's coming through, Jorginho. What do we do? And you puzzle it out. And I just mm. he just doesn't. He I don't even necessarily think he doesn't have the ability, but he will not do it. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's playing he's playing in Canty out of position, which yeah. I mean he has got to be one of the best, yeah. if not the best defensive midfielder in the world. Well, I France won the World Cup with him playing there. Exactly. I mean you've got a couple of players who would fit into a City team, yeah. um, and he is definitely one of them. But it, it is befuddling. I mean Pep holds Surrey in the highest regard professionally, um, <laughs> and in fairness, Pep had a rough first season. If you can call you know finishing third, getting to an FA Cup semi final. He didn't produce as a lot of people thought he would, but the city ownership have got a totally different take on the Chelsea Philosophy. I think at the moment he's he's actually got more points than uh, Guardiola had the yeah, same, he's same got time more, this he's season. Got more wins from forty-three yeah, games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I think to so be, that's, to a, be, that's an irony. To be fair, David, I know people keep comparing this, and I think it's a bit of a false equivalence because. You know, Pep had won everything in the game with some of the biggest clubs in the world before he came to City. So he'd earned the right for a bit of patience. Sarri's managed Napoli and not and come second in the uh, in Serie A. It's a very different ball game, I think. Yeah, I mean, Sarri doesn't come with a CV, you no. know, laden with trophies, no. as you say, which goes against him. But having said that, you know, Chelsea hired him with, with that full, full knowledge. Um, and of course, today's news from your perspective, the transfer ban, it, it, if it's not appealed successfully, what you've got is what you've got until summer of 2020. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll see how that plays out because obviously they'll appeal it and a bit like Atletico Madrid, that will stay it for a while. So they'll probably get at least another one, maybe two bites at the cherry. But the reality mm. is there are lots of underlying... And this is, I think, you know, when I compare City and Chelsea, you know, I compare a club that's in a sense, been getting away with it for a long time because there are a lot of underlying structural issues wrong with Chelsea, whereas City obviously came up with a plan and have stuck to it rigidly and have done very well with that. I mean, getting you know your, your directors of football and who had already worked with Pep before he came in, buying Pep-like players before he came in, all of that kind of stuff. And, and we've yeah. not. And largely, you can't... It's hard to say, we, you know, it hasn't worked for us because our trophy hall's better than anybody <laughs> else's in that time. Did, did they ask Pep, though, what would you like? Did they? And he then said, well, I'd like to have these two guys helping me. Oh, I want me. that one. Yeah. Is that, is that what happened? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Just like that, in fact. That was the ball. No, touches touch of little Britain there. Was that right? There was. That there was. That was. It was very much like that. But, uh, well, I, I mean, I I for me to say I know, but I think there was definitely... <laughs> Pep had some sort of input... Yeah. in do City by Raheem Sterling, do they by Kevin yeah. De Bruyne, yeah. before he was recruited. Pep was always the holy grail. It was always the, the game plan. Uh, Pellegrini was great. We loved him. But he was almost always minding the shop. You yeah. know, when Pep went to buy and Pellegrini came to City, they were on the same three-year deals at their respective clubs. And there was almost, a, you know, it was almost destiny that Pep would come to us. And thank God he did. Uh, but yes, yeah, a totally different philosophy from the top down. You know, as you say, Chelsea have been successful with this sort of um, revolving door of managers. I mean, City used to be that way, but for all the wrong reasons. We'd get through managers like nobody's business and we'd still get relegated. But times have changed and uh, we arrive at Sunday, you know, with City as the, yes. the favourites. Keegan and Pierce were two of the lows, I remember. Well, please don't use foul language. <laughs> Sorry, and they have apologize. Apologize. <laughs> you know, it does be fair. Listen, David, um, is, is there anything... I mean, I, we kind of touched on this, didn't we, that we might be a bit of a wounded animal and we were saying as well that 
you know, professional footballers unbelievably do have pride. They don't like having, you know, a thrashing being dished out mm. to them. So we're, we're kind of contemplating that there is a, a theory that they might completely ignore Sarri on Sunday and just play how they <laughs> know how to play. And I think if they do that, they do, do have a chance. But is there anything that really concerns you about uh, Chelsea over and above that? Um, what do you you are still a good team. You've got yeah. quality players. Yeah. I mean, you've got Hazard. He's world-class in anybody's yeah. team. He's going to get into most people's first 11. Yeah. Higuain, I've never quite seen what people see in him because... OK, he's got a great track record for scoring and that should sort of see him over the line as a, as a striker. But he does miss a lot and I think he flashes to deceive. I think the guy who would worry me above and beyond Hazard is hudson Nadoy. He, 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 won't be on he won't be playing. starting, don't worry He's about him. He's not playing. <laughs> can, I, can I just say as well, there's wounded animals and then there's us. I mean, if if we're talking wounded animals, we are currently Mufasa hanging off the edge of a cliff as a stampede of wildebeests <laughs> comes bearing down on us. It's not like a, a, we're about to get up yeah. and pounce. It ain't I'd, pretty. No. We're on a ledge, aren't yes, we? Yes, we are we're on hang, a ledge. Hanging on and the scar is hanging over us. Yeah. 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 David, uh, quick question. Is Aguero starting on Sunday? Sergio. Def- definitely. Definitely. Oh, dear. <laughs> You know, I think I remember well, at the time, you know, when we were talking about this, I, 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 you know, when 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 Aguero doesn't play against us, we tend to do quite well against City. But when he does, he invariably scores. So I'm now even more well, I'll worried. Say definitely. Pep hasn't rung me today, but I'm okay, pretty 99.9% sure he will. He's helped, of course, when Barkley heads the ball went, back towards you know, the goal very handy for no apparent reason. It's one way of getting an assist. Yeah. It? It is, it is. David, just to wrap up, how, how do you see it going? I presume you're expecting a win, right? Uh, expecting, hoping, whatever. Uh, it'll be a lot tighter. There's no way it's mm, going to have that agree. sort of uh, gulf. Um, Sarri may adapt a more pragmatic approach, nah. uh, but uh-uh. I think I think I think City will edge it. But um, it will be closer than the last game. I mean, right. how can it not be? Surely. Okay. Pres- you, presume you reckon? You're, yeah. Presume you're going. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Yeah. Sir. All right, as are, as are we. So. We'd say we'd wave at you, but we don't know where you'd be or, or, or <laughs> yeah, what you I, look like. I was going to so. say, keep a flag for me because I've got <laughs> well, a friend think, in Kenya who'd love you it. Do, you, you don't know what I look like. I mean, I've been told I've got a great face for well, as, as yeah. Aguirre. <laughs> yeah, funny that. Lovely. Anyway, enjoy well, pop, it, mate. Pop, pop down. I'm sure Chidge would buy a pint. I would. I would, yeah. I'm, I'm that kind of guy. I'm sure Chidge would. And, and, and well, you, you owe Alex a couple of gins anyway for that <laughs> earlier full indeed, par. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, thank you. Thank you very, very much for for joining us this evening Dave Walker from the Red But Never Red uh, City blog City uh, we City. are going to take a short pause they're still uh, in at half time at the London Stadium West Ham leading Fulham by two goals to one Cardiff City nil. Watford one is the half time score at the Cardiff City Stadium Love Sports Yeah, hi there. This is. Uh, are you out to get down? Are you primed and ready for pasta, kiddo? Um, after that. I don't know what I'm going to have, actually. <laughs> tono. Tono. After that, Tono. <laughs> Friday's pasta evening for kiddo every Friday. Oh, is it? Carbalicious. 
Oh, every Friday. Day. He just sits there and just sits into space, and you can tell he's all like glazing over. Around about cards. 22, I have to go for a wee, and I go, oh, there's a pest. Oh. <laughs> he open, pulls down his trousers and remembers. Have we noticed the it's the Baka Yoko song going in the background. <laughs> Anyway, um, thank you very much, uh, David Walker, for that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick a tenner on Chelsea. What are they? But the odds are about 400 to 1, aren't That'd they? Be, it's interesting, actually. I'd love to know what the odds are. You can find them on your With? computer. Just go to uh, Odds Checker because you get a you know a spread. A, 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 yeah, we will. Uh, yeah, I'd love to know that. I mean, you know. There's something else I've thought which is going to depress you all even further, actually. Oh, God, Because no. not only did it, the empty had, did he very carefully and cleverly and strategically pull us apart. I mean, when I say that, I mean he would he he set up to pull Chelsea's players out of position deliberately so that he could exploit the gaps with their pace. The trouble is with Wembley, it's an even bigger pitch. Massive. So that's what he'll do. He'll play his wide men really wide, which will screw up our system well totally. all our lot will be on their hands gaps. and knees with their protractors trying to figure out where they're supposed well, they to will, be but so. I mean, but also what it will do is it will it will create bigger gaps because the fullbacks will will go wide as well it's just it could be another car crash people Chel- it really could. Chelsea are five to one five to five to one is yeah that's quite I would have had them higher than that to five to what? what ten to one I would have had to, to, it'll to, double just have a goal scored against them in the first two minutes <laughs> ten to seven Man City are ten to seventeen on yeah yeah that's, that's if, if they now if they mental. do the team listing and Alonso's on it those odds will go out further because yeah. only like I just he's not playing well at the moment he's, I'll be he's waiting. been awful of late but they're just he's not a fullback Alex they uh, yeah but they epitomise everything that he's not good at doing and it how just many shows how many how up. many players is Sarri playing completely out of position Alonso Kante Aspie arguably yeah. Better as a centre back than he is as a full back. I mean, he brought Ampadu on. I know Ampadu can play all over the place, but he brought him on as a right back yeah. the other night. I think Amp- actually Ampadu is is like one of those what we used to call an old money a utility player. Yeah, they said um, yeah. someone on the youth set up said. I mean, he, he, can he, play he will anywhere. play in goal for yeah. you if you want him yeah. to. He, he can play anywhere. Ampadu do do. Yeah, uh, and uh, I mean, it's just you know, I do, I do really. I have to be honest as well. I, I don't think I've ever. Looked forward to a cup final less no, than this one. And a lot of people saying that they because we bought the tickets before this downturn happened, yeah, we did, didn't, didn't we? And we? a lot of people saying that for, wish they hadn't. That for forty quid they're not going. Yeah. And you'll need my mob to do your job early on in the day as well. Oh please, please! Not that I would ever want please. United to win, but beat the Scousers, mate. Exactly. Sake. Every, do, do, do you reckon they not might? doing us a favour, doing humanity, humanity a favour. Yeah, doing humanity a favour. Do you I went to Kenya and it was like a utopia. They are love, 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 love English football over there, but not one of them supports the Scouse or Spurs. Oh, great. So if they do win amazing. the league, Wanyama's Kenyan. Well, are they, if, Alex, if they win the league, we're going to Alex, Kenya to hide. What's Alex, the are they, Alex, that, are, they, are they all related to Peter Kenyon? <laughs> Possibly. That's so bad. <laughs> so oh, you mean bad. Kenyans in Kenya? Oh. oh, now I understand. That was that was almost almost Motson like. Is it? <laughs> yeah, let's not t- let's let's not talk I about don't know him. what you mean. Anyway, um, yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> should we should we touch on the quiz? Yeah, oh, is it the quiz time? Yeah, let's let's touch Mate, on the quiz. They've been loving it as hang always. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. What, what, hang what? on. Hang on. Got a theme for the quiz. No, we have music. We have we have, music we have quiz. Time for the quiz. Okay. What's um, that, Ivor? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I, 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 
There we go. <laughs> I probably moved a bit too quickly then. Is that, is one of the premature, the engine. premature pee pee pee. No, let's not go there. Um, Prem- right. Premature okay. poopage. There's, there's something like that. <laughs> Look, lots of love for the quiz tonight. We've got loads of answers. I mean, of course, Eddie McCready's, uh, you know, Blue and White Army was on it very early on. Uh, Bassman or Bassman 93, Steve Gerrard. Yes, Kesman. Yes. Uh, but I'm just going to read the answers out because that's probably uh, Dean McAlpin, Robbie DiMatteo, Eremon uh, uh, Moses. DDA Drogba, they're all getting the general gist of it. But I think Mark and Kenneth, Kenny, nice guy Kenny, oh, joined in the quiz. Kenny got them all right. Kenny, Kenny got did. them all right, and then he threw in for good measure and a consolation goal for Giroud on Sunday as well. And I thought <laughs> that was quite quite smart. I like that. But everybody loves King Kenny. Actually, talking to Kenny, he's got a, a do on the 23rd of March in the Star and Garter pub in Putney in aid of uh, leukaemia charity and another cancer, UK cancer. And he's oh. running the marathon. Is he? Yeah, he's a lovely bloke, Kenny. Everybody loves Kenny. And there's going to be a waffle. There's going to be a waffle. A what? A raffle. A waffle. And, uh, Angelina hasn't nah, but we're, we're, yeah, 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 yeah. we're, we're, we're bunging in. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> we are giving away um, a signed kind of mini Kerry Dixon banner. You know, the banner we got, we got up in the That's Matthew right, Hardy. Yeah. We've, got a, we've got a little mini one signed by Kerry. That's going to go in the raffle. So any oh. Chelsea fans listening are going to be in the manor on the 23rd, which is a Saturday of March. Could go to Kenny's do. We auction a picture of Donald. I'll buy it. A signed picture of JK. We, we, we can arrange that through his agent. Nice. Right, I'm going to w- read out the winners, okay? The, this, this is the answer, basically. So, uh, Chelsea 3, Leicester City 2, 15th of March 1965. That's our first League Cup final win. Bobby Tambling, Terry Venables and Eddie McCready. Eddie McCready scored a goal where he picked up the ball almost in his own penalty box, he ran did. 80 yards and he fired did. it past Gordon Banks. His best ever goal. He didn't score many. I think he scored five goals. That was by way... By far away. No, but he was he was playing centre forward as well at the time. Was he? Didn't yeah. know. You, were you there for that one? No, no. Right, uh, Chelsea one, Stoke City two. Very sadly, we lost this. This was kind of the beginning of the end of the Kings of the Kings Roadside. Fourth uh, of March, nineteen seventy. Peter Osgood. Uh, <laughs> Apologise. That's okay. Peter Osgood scored a consolation goal. Then we leap forward to the nineties, or almost the two thousands, because we were rubbish until then, obviously. Uh, but anyway, Chelsea two, Middlesbrough nil on uh, in nineteen ninety eight. Frank Sinclair uh, and Robbie Di Matteo. Uh, Chelsea three, Liverpool two in two thousand and five. Mourinho's first trophy. Steve Gerrard scored a known goal. That that was at the time when we we were thinking we were going to sign him. And we were applauding him, saying, I can't remember what we sang, but it was very much in the tune of, uh, ev- you know, that we were expecting him to come and play ev- for Everyone us. said that was his first goal for Chelsea. That's, Do you remember that's that's what what the papers yeah. were going for? It, it was. Anyway, Steve Gerrard scored, Didier Drogba scored, Matthias Kesman scored yes. a goal. Kesman. Baldrick, the only I good was, thing he did for us. I was Chelsea there. 2, Arsenal 1 in the Millennium Stadium again, uh, 2007. Didier Drogba uh, bullied Arsenal, scored another two. And uh, Chelsea <laughs> 1, Spurs 2. February 2008, uh, another Didier Drogba goal. Uh, and sadly, that was a, one of the worst. For God's sake, man, you're not well. You're not well. I mean, don't so worry about don't, him. Don't you get an Have you had a flu jab? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we've, sorry, we've only got another two minutes to go, JK. Know, can, if you, can, can someone keep alive until then? Go, I want to say goodbye, though. All right. Okay, Chelsea oh, won Spurs 2. We lost against Spurs 2008. Horrible match. Didier Drogba. Avram Grant was the manager. Juan de Ramos, the manager for Spurs. And we should never have lost that match. It was awful. And finally, we redressed the balance and equaled it out because we beat Spurs 2-0 in March 2015. And Diego Costa and John Terry scored the goal. So that's all the scorers for Chelsea Alex. in League Cup finals. Can I just say... Yes. 
Avram Grant yes. and the evil rabbit from Watership Down. I've never same. seen them in the same Come room. Can we bring back the Avram Grant news? No, because it was very unfunny. <laughs> it was I, I loved you to pieces, Aaron, but it was very it was unfunny. Brilliant. It went no, on a bit as it well. It was very unfunny. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Says him who <laughs> does the singing. Yeah, but he's funny. I only sing very, very briefly and not as long as your bloody Avram Grant news. The Avram Grant <laughs> news was good, yeah? For whom? It brought, to our listeners in... In what? In where? In Israel. No. Israel. Avram Grant no. land. In Israel. Wasn't and in funny. places in Africa. Anyway, <laughs> hey, can, I, can I say, well, you know, speaking through his, uh, you know, blowing his nose... Thank you to everybody on Twitter who joined in and gave us answers. Love you doing that as always. We love doing the quizzes, so thank you. How's it going to go, Sunday? Oh. I think we might win, actually, just to be completely barking. It's, it's a very Chelsea thing to do, so I'm going to say 2-1 to us, obviously. I think we'll uh, we'll lose 3-0. 3-0 mm. quite early in the game, then that's scoreline of death. They shut up shop. We, we go lose home. the will to live. <laughs> we all go get more drunk at the pub. Yeah, do you know, I've never in my home. life have I actually planned to go to a Weatherspoons pre-match because I can drink more for my money and be less sober. Good call, Alex. Fair play. Sadly, I'm going to be in here 12 to half three, and then I have to go to the match, so I shall be sober. Well, you'll, you, be, you'll be late. No, you, you enjoy that. You enjoy that. Uh, thank you very much, Chidge. Thank you very no much, problem, Shake. Mate. Thank you, uh, Alex, for joining us. This show's fancast on Love Sport. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.